Good evening, church. Praise the Lord. If we all can stand to our feet. We had an amazing service this morning. God came through. And I believe that tonight that we'll solidify the victory in heaven over the enemy, over hell, and over everything that's been going on in our lives. You are the undefeated one, my light and my salvation. When the wicked, my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Omnipotent, almighty, defender, my victory, my refuge. The one I run to, you are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough. Breakthrough, you are the God of the breakthrough. When I can't see my way through, and I really don't know what to do, I look to you, breakthrough. Walls fall down when I shout through. Strongholds break when I pray through. So I'm going to praise you. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough. You are the undefeated one. My light and my salvation. When the wicked, my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Omnipotent, almighty, defender, my victory, my refuge, the one I run to, you are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough. Hey, breakthrough, you are the God of the breakthrough, and when I can't see my way through, I really don't know what to do. I look to you, breakthrough. Walls fall down when I shout through. Strongholds break when I pray through. So I'm going to praise you. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough. Come on, lift up your hands. If you're wanting a breakthrough, it's not something that happens passively. But it takes movement. It takes action. So in this moment, we're going to be pumped. We're going to be excited because we know that God is able. We know that God is willing, but it takes us to move. It takes us to, to move and allow him to use us, to allow him to do what he does best, and that is to make a way where there is no way. Our God is able. Our God is able. Our God is able. Breakthrough in my heart. Breakthrough in my mind, breakthrough in my spirit, breakthrough in my soul, breakthrough in my weakness, breakthrough in my struggle. You are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough in my worship, breakthrough in my praise, breakthrough when I lift and glorify your name, breakthrough when I dance, breakthrough when I shout. You are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough in my heart, breakthrough in my mind. Breakthrough in my spirit, breakthrough in my soul, breakthrough in my weakness, breakthrough in my struggle. You are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough. 
in my worship, praise you in my praise, praise you when I live and glorify your name, praise you when I dance, praise you when I shout, yes. you are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough in my heart, breakthrough in my mind, breakthrough in my spirit, breakthrough in my soul, this is your moment for breakthrough, breakthrough. Weakness, praise him as if you need it, praise him as if he's able, you Hallelujah. are the God of the breakthrough in my worship, breakthrough in my praise, breakthrough when I live to glorify your name, breakthrough when I dance, breakthrough when I shout. You are the God, you are the God of the breakthrough. You are the God of the breakthrough. When I can't see my way through, and I really don't know what to do, I look to you. Strongholds break when I pray through. So I'm gonna praise you. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough. 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 You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough. 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 place God we surrender ourselves to you God hallelujah Jesus shout unto God he's worthy thank you Jesus you can find it all in the name of Jesus amen uh, we want to bring our prayer requests to the Lord and there's quite a bit of sickness going around we need to pray for sister Kim Brock she doesn't miss church, and so if she does, that means she's sick, and we're lifting her up. Tracy Williams has a heart uh, issue, a regular heartbeat, needs a touch of the Lord. Uh, pray for Wesley Smith. Minister Jennings put this request in. Sister Baxter is having pain in her body. Uh, Lizette Palma DeFranco uh, needs our prayers. Uh, we want to remember uh, the Morrises. Uh, and it's good to see Sister Morris here tonight. We've been praying for you, and we love you very much. It does my heart good to see you. I uh, want to pray for uh, baby Jackson French and uh, is uh, finally home. And, uh, and we want to pray that they, mom and baby, are healthy and, and recovering well. Always remembering Sister Slaughter, Sister Wood, Sister Graham, uh, and Sister Brown and Sister Tanya are sick. And I do want to mention... Uh, yesterday, I was privileged to be able to speak a, a second time on behalf of Sister Williams in Valdosta. Uh, her, she had a, a memorial service here and a memorial service and funeral in Valdosta yesterday. And I feel uh, we've, for many, many months, we've been lifting up Sister Williams in prayer. But tonight, uh, we are praying for her family and we're praying for one another because we'll miss her so much. However, we don't have to cry for her anymore because now there's no more pain, there's no more tears, there's no more sorrow, there's no more cancer, there's no more sickness in her body. And I am, I am completely confident that she is with the Lord. And as much as we're sorry that she is not with us, we are thankful that she has gone on to a reward. And I believe that she is going to have a great reward 
in heaven. Could we, just, could we just lift up our hands and thank the Lord for putting Sister Williams in our life for just a moment before we bring these needs. Thank you, God, for the privilege that we've had to know her and lift her up in prayer all this time. And I thank you for all the time she ministered to me while I was trying to minister to her. And Lord, receive her into glory, I pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Also, an urgent prayer request that we just found out this afternoon. Sister Thelma Duffy fell down at home and she broke her wrist severely. A very, very bad break. And uh, they rushed her by ambulance to the hospital. And they're going to have to do surgery in the morning. And so we need to pray that God not only would help manage the pain, but that she would have mobility and a speedy recovery. And so please lift her up in prayer. These altars are open. If you'd like to come, we'll anoint you with oil and pray for you. Grab onto some of these names and let's lift up our voices in prayer, shall we? Lord, in the name of Jesus, right now I pray against every sickness, against every attack of the devil. God, I plead the blood over every family. Lord, over every child, over every young person, Lord. God, I pray for our elders who are shut in and not able to be here. I pray that you would encourage them tonight. I pray that you would touch baby Jackson and touch the Brown family, God. And I pray that the sickness would be removed from their home. I pray right now that you would reach down and comfort Sister Thelma. And Lord, I pray that there would be a quick and complete recovery in her hand, in her wrist, oh God. I pray that she would not lose mobility, Lord, but that she would be made whole. I ask all of these things in the name of Jesus for everyone here who's hurting or struggling, for those who need a touch of the Holy Ghost, God, for those that are struggling in their spirit and backsliding quietly. I pray, O oh Lord, that there would be a renewing of the Holy Ghost that would begin to take place in their life and spirit. Lord God, I pray that the Holy Ghost would fall on a Sunday night. I pray that somebody's heart would be lifted in an unprecedented way. I pray that the anointing would flow in this service through the song, through the preaching, through the praising, oh God. I pray that our hearts would burn within us, Lord, just like it did the apostles when they saw you after the resurrection. We worship you, Lord. 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 Did anybody come with a praise on your lips? Did anybody come with a worship on your heart? Come on, we're about to sing, but before we do, why don't we stir up the gift of the Holy Ghost from the front to the back? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
If that's your desire today, let it be known unto God right now. If that's your desire, let him hear your position. If that's your desire today, lift up your voice, for he is worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody said, praise the Lord. God is good tonight. Anybody feel the presence of the Lord? Now, we had some great preaching this morning. And I want those preachers to run up here. How many do we have back tonight? The young people, generation to generation, they when they got done, I wanted to get rebaptized. Hallelujah. I mean, that was powerful. Come on up. I want you to see these young folks. I want, I want to give them a pat on the back. So at least three, we had four. If I preached four sermons in the morning, you would all run out. But because it was these folks... And they were doing such a good job. Did you feel the anointing as they were? Come on up here. You, you, come on. Come, come on up here. I want you to make me look good. Come on. Here we go. Let's give them a hand one more time. What a great job. I wanted to get, uh, repent. Get the Holy Ghost all over again. Praise God. And I believe in the oneness of God. I want you to know. Hallelujah. I was telling them I believe in that oneness of God. Hallelujah. Can we just give the Lord a praise right now? Thank you, Jesus. Bless our young people. Let the Holy Ghost have its way in the midst of your church, oh God. And we give you praise. Hallelujah. All right. You ready to preach again? No? Okay, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. I'm serious. It, I was so proud. I was so proud of them. Every one of them. I, I mean... It was very, very special. And it was good to hear them uh, preaching the truth like that. My goodness. I enjoyed it. And Brother French, thank you for putting this together and making it. Uh, I'm so used to looking over there. Uh, making it look, uh, everything worked out so well. Of course, he's our, uh, our speaker tonight. I have a couple announcements before the ushers come. The ladies' tea is Saturday at 1. Sister Hodge is our uh, our speaker, so remember that. Everybody's getting ready. And no, uh, brethren, you cannot be there. This is a ladies' tea. Keep getting requests, but it's the ladies' tea. The IBC choir will be here Sunday morning, and all the classes, we're planning on having all the classes join us at the 1045 session, and then we're going to turn the choir loose. They're going to preach. They're going to sing. I got a feeling we're going to feel the Holy Ghost in this place. It's going to be a great, great service, so please, uh, please let people know tell them that it's going to be special it's it's going to be a, a time that they could enjoy and and great singing and and a great opportunity there's a saints meeting scheduled for 7 30 on thursday night so remember that i'm asking as many as can to join us tuesday for prayer meeting how many believe in prayer i'm asking you you say well i don't i usually can't make it i i, I if you usually can't make it well then you, you usually couldn't, but I'm asking you to try to make it this Tuesday night. We need to have a prayer meeting that calls down heaven. We just lift our hands and ask God to help us to have faith and trust him. Lord, we want to get a hold of you. We want to get a hold of the horns of the altar. Amen. Prayer changes things. Sister French uh, needs some uh, of the brethren to help move a few tables. They're almost done. It's not like uh, that we're going to rebuild the church or anything. They're just going to move a few tables, and, you know, they usually add a few things in, but 
That's the general description. So please help us out as soon as it's over. Just I think it's right over in the dining hall, and uh, they want it perfect. And I think there's a couple things that aren't perfect, so they're going to get it get it worked out. Uh, the ushers are coming. We ask you to give tonight is under the Lord. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. I love giving. Hallelujah. God has been good. And so we had a tremendous farewell service for Sister Williams. And uh, I, I, it broke my heart that, we, that uh, the Lord decided it was time to take her. But it was a great time of rejoicing. If you could have heard some of the, if you weren't able to be here, if you could have heard some of the family members talking about how she was converted and how the Lord changed her life. I mean, it was absolutely, it was worth it all to hear that. Now we're going to pray together. Brother Lucas, could you pray for the offering tonight? Before we hear the word of the Lord, let's just pour out our hearts unto God. Just one last time. Jesus, you're worthy. There's nobody like you, Jesus. In all of heaven and all the earth, there's nobody like you.
majesty. Jesus, you're amazing. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. You are mighty. You are mighty to save. You are mighty to heal. You are mighty to deliver. You are mighty to protect. You are mighty to provide. You are mighty to make a way where there was no way. You alone are worthy, Jesus. You stretch forth the heavens alone. You spread abroad the earth by yourself. And that's why we praise you. And that's why we love you, Jesus. We, we're having a great service tonight, Brother uh, Nathan's getting ready to come, but uh, we've been, uh, had a, quite an exhausting week, uh, for me at least, to be up all night and things like that, so it, my brain is just not quite all there, and so I completely forgot to include uh, our good brother Wilkinson, who desperately needs our prayer. I'd like us to pray. He's had heart surgery. And uh, we'll be back up there in the morning. But I want us to pray for a covering over him right now. Could we do that? Lord, you're the healer. I pray for Brother Wilkinson. Lord, as he's there in the hospital right now, I pray for comfort. I pray for healing. I pray for the power of the Holy Ghost to move in his life. Lord, show him your mighty power. And we give you praise for it right now in Jesus' name. Praise God. Why don't we clap our hands to the Lord one more time? Amen. What an awesome presence of God is in this place. Does anybody feel the Holy Ghost in the house tonight? Amen. He is here. God is here, and he is moving in a powerful way. And uh, what an honor it is to be in the presence of God with you tonight. And uh, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love my church. I love my... Anybody love your church in the house? And I was so proud. I was so proud of our young people this morning, of AIM Youth and the youth choir and all the different speakers. Uh, my heart could not have been more proud for what was happening in that moment. And if you're proud of them, why don't you just show them some love and clap your hands? And we're proud of you. We are for you. And what a special time that was in the Lord. Uh, tonight, I really feel like. God has something very special for us in this place. If, you can, if we can all stand, we're going to turn to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 15. While you're making your way there, I do want to say uh, that I honor my pastor and my bishop and my assistant pastor. Aren't you thankful for the ministry of this church and those that pour into us? And they're the reason that generation to generation and services like today can happen because they believe in our young people. And they believe in the people of God. I also want to give honor to my wife. She basically does everything and just makes me look good. And so I honor you today. I love you. And uh, it's good to see my brother-in-law, Derek, here tonight. And why don't we give him a hand? Love him. He's a great brother-in-law, y'all. And I just usually leave the in-law out because he's just a brother to me now. And I'm so thankful to have him here. And so many friends are here with us tonight. Joshua chapter 6, verse 15, if you're there, can you say amen? amen? And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Can you say seven times? Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. Verse 16 and it came to pass at the seventh time, can you say the seventh time, when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, shout, 
for the Lord hath given you the city. We're going to jump down to verse 20. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. A couple more verses. Hebrews 11 and verse 30 says, By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Does anybody have faith in the house today? After they were compassed about seven times, last scripture, Joshua 1 and 13. Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, the Lord your God hath given you rest and has given you this land. Remember the word which Moses commanded you. I want to preach to you tonight on this subject, the Joshua generation, the Joshua generation. If you're thankful for the wonderful day we've had, why don't you put your Bibles down and lift up your hands? And would you open up your mouth right now and lift up your voice? And would you pray that God would be with us in this place? Come on, I need some prayer warriors right now to lift up your voice. Come on, there's some people that's been walking around these walls for a long time. But I believe somebody could walk the seventh circle tonight. I believe somebody could walk around the seventh time tonight. Lord, we are so thankful for the presence of God that we have felt in this place. Lord, we are so thankful for the word of God, for the truth that was spoken from our young people today. Lord, from that that's being transferred from generation to generation. God, I pray that you would help this generation to rise up. Let us be what you've called us to be, and we'll give you all the praise and all the glory. If you believe God's going to do mighty things in this place tonight, somebody ought to clap your hands. Somebody ought to lift up your voice and shout unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. It had not rained in Israel for one entire year. No clouds in the sky, no water in the well, gardens did not grow, and rivers ran dry. The people were thirsty and scared, and they pleaded with one voice, God, give us rain. And when God didn't answer right away, some feared that he had forgotten them, and then they remembered something. They remembered someone. In the book, The Circle Maker, we read of the legend of Honey. And if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend it. It's a great book. He was known as the Rainmaker. Hardly anyone had seen his face. People would travel for days just to hear Honey praying inside his hut on the outskirts of Jerusalem. And like Elijah, who ended a three-year drought with one prayer, Honey was famous for praying for rain. And the people were so desperate for water that they asked Honey to pray. And they led Honey into the city. And as the crowd grew larger, children climbed on the shoulders of their fathers to see what would happen. And that is when it happened. Honey uh, dropped 
to the ground. They walked into the city. The crowd drew long, larger. And he bowed his head and he extended his staff to the ground. And he began to turn. And he turned all the way around. And stood inside a complete circle that he had drawn. He dropped to his knees inside that circle and he said, Sovereign Lord, I say before your great name that I will not leave this circle until you have mercy on your children. And history shows that a single raindrop fell from heaven and then thousands from the air. But Honey was still kneeling. He was still praying. He said, not for such have I prayed, but for rain that will fill cisterns and pits and caverns. And the sprinkle turned into such a downpour that the Israelites had to run to higher ground. Children were dancing in the downpour. And it was the day that thunderclaps applauded. And it was the day that puddle jumping became an act of praise because it was the day that the true legend of the circle maker was born. You see, the circle maker taught them the power of prayer. From that day forward, they circled the sick. They circled the sad. They circled the young. They circled their dreams. They circled their fears. And most importantly, they circled the promises of God. And an entire generation of Jews traced their genealogy back to one man and one prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if we're going to see Jericho walls fall, in our life, if we want to see the rain from heaven, if we want a breakthrough in our lives, we have got to learn how to pray. You may think I've lost my mind, but I believe this with all my heart, that one prayer can change the world. One prayer warrior can change the atmosphere. One prayer can change the future. And when you begin to pray, you are speaking into your future. You are speaking into the lives of your... I wish I had some rainmakers in the house that say, I'm going to draw a line and I'm not leaving this place until you bless me. Somebody clap your hands all over this place. It's the power of prayer. I still believe it. I still believe that when we walk into this place and they begin to sing and we begin to worship and, and uh, Sister McDermott lifts up her hands and when she begins to pray, listen, hell begins to shake. The, the walls of hell begin to shake. When you walk into this place, when Sister Cole begins to speak the word of God over your life, you ought to not take it lightly because it is changing the world that you live in. Businesses have different strategies. They have 
different ways they like to do things to try to make money. And, and I, sometimes I enjoy looking at it and seeing how they do things. Chick-fil-A, some of y'all felt the Holy Ghost right there when I said Chick-fil-A. I felt it too. And uh, it's closed today. It's sad, but I'm, I'm happy for them. That's the right thing. But Chick-fil-A, they say, my pleasure, my pleasure. Am I the only one that says thank you more than once just so they'll say my pleasure again? <laughs> Y'all, when I'm feeling sad, I'm like, I just got to get to Chick-fil-A and everything's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. If you go into, if you go into Moe's, I don't know if we have any Moe's fans, but <laughs> praise God. When you go into Moe's, they say, welcome to Moe's. And I get offended when I walk in there and they don't do that. I'm like, what kind of garbage staff is this? They don't even say, welcome to Moe's. That's their thing. But different businesses have different ways to entice you and make you feel welcome. And, but they all have one thing in common, and that is almost any business you go to, they have these things called Name tags. Anybody see the name tags? And, and uh, if you're an employee, a lot of times you can get in trouble if you're not wearing your name tag because it is very important to that business for them to see your name. It personalizes it. It makes it personal when you walk in. You see their name. You know who you are. You put a face to that name. And with that face and that name, you associate that with that business. There's power in that name tag, that association. And when you walk into that place and you see a name tag, you automatically assume they work here. They work here. They, they're wearing a name tag. Have you ever accidentally asked somebody if they worked here just because they had a random name tag on and they, it, maybe it's just me. It happens to me all the time. I'm like, do you work here? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But uh, that name tag is saying that I work here. You can approach me. You can talk to me. You can come to me. And when you walk into an apostolic church, when you see the name of Jesus, and when people start speaking the name of Jesus, and when we start singing about the name of Jesus, something begins to shift in the atmosphere. When the people begin to pray in the name, can I get a witness in the house? Something begins to change when you step into that atmosphere. And it's like God says, I work here. You can approach me. You can step in front of me. I work here. Somebody clap your hands if you're thankful to be a part of a Jesus name church. God works here. When you step into this place and we begin to declare that name, when you go down in the name of Jesus Christ in baptism, you come up and there's this name that's stuck on you. There's this designer's name that's on you and who you used to be, the sinner that you used to be. It says the old man dies and the new man comes up. I wish I could get a witness if some prayer warriors would remember what it was like when your sin was washed away. That's the power. That's the power of the name. John 14 and 14, if you ask anything in my name, 
will do it. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost that God is calling a Joshua generation. And if we want to see the supernatural like they did in days past, we need to see a revival of praying in the name of Jesus. Lights cannot fix it. Programs cannot fix it. Fancy buildings cannot fix it. If we want to see the supernatural, we need to keep praying in the name above every day. Acts 4 and 12 says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Does anybody still believe in the power of the name of Jesus? It wasn't long ago that Brother Ryan, our assistant pastor, stood in this altar and they told him, you're going to have to have your fifth open heart surgery. And we were crying. We didn't know what was going to happen. And Sister Cole came to me on that Tuesday night prayer meeting. I'll never forget it for as long as I live. She grabbed my hand and she said, Nathan, it's not the will of God for him to have this surgery. I don't know how, why I feel that way, but it's not the will of God for him to have that surgery. I had fear all over me for what was going to happen. She grabbed my hand. She pulled me. I didn't have a choice. She pulled me right up here. And she grabbed Brother Ryan, and we laid hands on him right here in this altar. And she laid hands on his head and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, heal my assistant pastor right now. The next day, he went to the doctor. They said, I don't know what to tell you, but he doesn't need surgery anymore. Don't tell me that there's not power in the name. It wasn't that long ago that our bishop fell and he broke his neck and we didn't think he was going to be able to make it, but he's still here right now. He's lifting his hands right now. There's power. You can't tell me that we need to toss out the name. The Joshua generation believes in the name. Somebody lift your hands right now. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. God's healing somebody right now. God is healing somebody right now. God is healing somebody right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says that they walked around Jericho walls for seven days. The first six days they walked around just one time, but on the seventh day they circled around seven times. Thus right at the start of the Bible, the number seven, can you say seven? It is identified with something being finished, something being complete. Creation was completed in seven days. From then on, the association continues as seven is often found in the context involving completeness or divine perfection. So we see the command for animals to be at least seven days old before being used for a sacrifice. The command of the leprous name and to bathe in the Jordan River seven times. Can you say seven times? To effect complete cleansing. And the command for Joshua to march around Jericho for seven days 
and on the seventh day to make seven circuits and for seven priests to blow seven trumpets outside the city of the walls. And in these instances, seven, can you shout seven? It signifies a completion of some kind. A divine mandate is fulfilled. And I feel in the Holy Ghost today that we are in the last days. And I believe that the church is walking the seventh circle right now. I believe that we're walking the seventh time. And if you need a miracle, I believe that you could have it tonight. If you need healing, I believe that you could have it tonight. I believe we're going to see unprecedented revival. I believe we're going to see walls fall. And it will blow our minds. We will see miracles happen. But we need more Joshua's. We need more Joshua's. We need more young men that will stop compromising and say, I'm going to hold this thing. I believe in holiness. I'm not letting it go. I'm going to hold on to one God. I'm going to hold on to Jesus' name, baptism. We need more Joshua's. Joshua did not feel qualified, but he felt called. God does not always call the qualified, but he always qualifies the called. And some of us aren't seeing Joshua miracles because the enemy has convinced us that those miracles stopped with Moses. He has convinced some of the younger generation that that stopped with the previous generation, that we no longer have to speak in tongues, that we no longer have to be baptized. That we no longer have to worship like they used to. I'm telling you, if it isn't broke, then you shouldn't do anything to it. You ought to keep using it. It's the word of God. It's still true. It's forever settled in heaven. We're not going to change the message of salvation. It's going to take someone who will grab it and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not qualified. Moses is such a powerful man. How could it be me? How, how could it be me that he wants to use? Moses was so powerful. But some, for some reason, God wants to use me. He wants to use me to raise up a generation that will go into the promised land, that will go in and say, this, this is the word of God. I'm going to stand on the word of God. And I'm telling you that it is a lie from the devil if he has convinced you that we can no longer see miracles, that we can no longer see people healed. I'm telling you if we're not careful, we're going to see an entire generation that has never seen a miracle. Moses was a powerful man. He's one of my favorite people in the Bible. 
But Moses was not the only one who walked across dry ground and saw the waters part. Joshua walked across a dry Jordan River before he ever reached Jericho. Elijah parted the waters. Elisha parted the water. And that same power that is in them that was passed down from Moses to Joshua is here right now. That same power lives inside of me and it lives inside of you. If you want to see miracles in this generation why don't you lift up your hands and pray for your family right now why don't you pray that God would give you a miracle right now I believe we're going to see it I believe we're going to see it somebody is finishing things up God is finishing things up we're walking the seventh time he's wrapping this thing up Young people, and what we so proud of our young people this morning, they did an incredible job. Sometimes you have to get over what you're not so you can break into what you will become. I need a witness in the house. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes you've got to get over what you're not so you can break into what you will become. The devil is a liar. You can work for God. I don't care what mistakes you've made. You could be a mighty warrior for God. You might be the next Joshua. You might be the next Caleb. You might step into the promised land. You might be the one that leads the last generation to the promised land. It could be you. I'm closing. Musicians, please come. I'm sure they were tired. They were weary. I'm sure they felt foolish. But they kept on walking. And the Bible says they did three things. Can you hold up three fingers and say they did three things? One, they circled the walls. Two, they blew the trumpets. And three, they shouted. The circle was the call to prayer and obedience. The trumpet was the call to war. And the shout was the call to praise. The generation that is here right now needs to hear me. If we want to see the seventh circle... And the Joshua generation seeing walls fall. We need to be a people of prayer. We need to be a people of spiritual warfare. And we need to be a people of praise. It is easy to be quiet when you don't have a Jericho in front of you. It's easy to stay quiet if you're free from all the problems. But I promise you, honey, once a Jericho gets in front of you, you're going to have to learn how to pray. You're going to have to learn how to shout. You're going to have to learn how to dance. you face the worst trials of your life you can sit defeated or you can praise and there is power when you lift up your voice and say Lord I'm going to be a part of this generation I'm closing if we can all stand God gave me a revelation about 
Joshua chapter 6 just a couple of weeks ago. Look with me back before they had even walked the first circle in Joshua 6 and 2. It says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given, can you say given, into thine hand Jericho. He had given it to them. He said, it's, it's yours. Take it. And in Joshua 6 and 16, it says, And it came to pass at the seventh time, when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout! For the Lord hath given you the city. Can you say given? But in Joshua 6 and 20, something shifts. It says, so the people shouted. And when the priest blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man before him, and they took the city. When they shouted, it went from being given to being taken. When they began to shout unto God, that which had been given was now taken. But it was only in that moment. I'm telling you, somebody ought to lift your voice right now. You ought to shout right now. Because God has given you something. And he's ready for you to take it. Prayer is where God gives to you. Praise is when you take. What he has given. When you step into this place. This altar is open right now. If you have a need in your life. I believe God has given you the answer tonight. I believe God has given you the solution tonight. I believe he has already given it. You ought to come and take it right now. Come on somebody come with your praise. And break your alabaster box. That's beautiful sister. God's going to do it for you. Come on. God has already given you the answer. He's waiting for you to come and take it. God's already given you the calling. He's waiting for you to come and take it. He's saying, if you'll come before me, if you'll shout unto me, if you'll lift your voice unto me, there is a Joshua generation that is rising up. We're going to see miracles. Jesus said, he said, greater things. We're going to see greater things that anyone has ever seen before. But we can't be ashamed of who we are. We can't be ashamed of our praise. We can't be ashamed of our dance. We're going to lift him up. Since I believe God's doing it for you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed right now. Lord, we trust you and we believe you in this place. Lord, we know that we come before you. We come before you broken. We come before you with obstacles. But I will shout unto you, God. And I believe I'm going to see it fall in this place. Come on, God's preparing us right now. Something's about to break in this place. God's preparing our hearts right now. We're about to shout unto God. And when we do, I believe we're going to see walls fall in the spirit. I believe the Joshua generation is going to rise up. God is going to give us strength.
If you're a prayer warrior or a minister, I need you to get ready to pray for people. I need you to get ready to lay hands on people because God's about to impart something from your generation into this generation. God's about to download. God's about to install some things from the past generation into this generation. Joshua, you need what Moses had. Joshua, you've got to have what Moses had. You can't make it without a prayer life. You can't make it if you won't fast. You're not going to make it if you won't read the word. You're not going to make it if you won't praise. But God has given you a way. God has given you a way. Come on, that's it. We're going to make it. Come on, begin to lay hands on somebody and encourage them. Tell them we're going to walk this seventh time. We're going to go one more time. We're going to step out one more time. And I believe this could be the time. I could believe this could be the moment of divine completion. The moment of divine completion. Death could not hold you down. You are the risen king. Come on, that's it. We need more circle makers. We need more rainmakers that'll draw a line in the clay. And say, I'm not leaving this place. I'm not leaving this place until God blesses me. I'm not walking out of here until God blesses me. All right, I'm going to pray the prayer of faith. And if you have any voice left in your body, I want you to help me shout. It, maybe you don't feel like it in your body, but I'm encouraging you, whatever voice you have, you ought to offer it up to God. We're going to pray the prayer of faith, and we're going to shout, and we're symbolically going to surround Jericho. Whatever Jericho is in your life, I believe it's going to fall in this service tonight. I believe God is going to change it tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I bind the spirit of fear that would try to creep into their minds right now. Lord, I bind the spirit of depression that would try to get in their minds right now. Lord, we are claiming the victory in this house. Lord, we proclaim the name that is above every name in this house. God, we are going to unleash our voices onto our situations. And God, I believe you're going to step into this place. Would you lift up both your hands? And would you lift up your head to heaven? Would you lift your eyes? unto the hills huh, from your, where your help comes from and would you shout that's it that's it somebody let your voice out right now somebody let your voice out oh. that's it begin to intercede in the Holy Ghost huh. God's beginning to speak through people God's beginning to speak through people. God! Help us, God! That's it. Begin to operate in the works of the Spirit. Come on, if you feel to lay hands on somebody, you ought to obey the Lord right now. You ought to obey the Lord right now. God might be using you. God wants to use you, Joshua. God wants to use you, Joshua. The enemy has been defeated, and death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory.